some minor news involving wide receivers, and we'll do some fantasy superlatives right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here. Follow us and stream us on Spotify, both Fantasy Football Today in 5 and the full-length show, Fantasy Football Today. We just had Mike Wright of the Fantasy Footballers on, an episode of Fantasy Football Today that you're going to hear on Tuesday morning. So we'll talk about uh, some of the topics from that show. But Jamie... Josh Reynolds to the Titans. It's pretty interesting. Reynolds had 81 targets, 52 catches, 618 yards, and two touchdowns with the Rams, but obviously steps into a situation uh, with some some vacated targets, I guess we could say. It's a good opportunity. You know, this is a guy that we talked about, you know, over the last several years. Like, you know, would he initially uh, be the guy ahead of maybe Cooper Cup? I know that was a big thing for Heath. Um, you know, and he always joke about, Cooper Cup was living with Jared Goff for whatever yeah. time that was, and Josh Reynolds wasn't. Maybe that's why Cup got the opportunities that that Josh Reynolds did not. But um, look, there's no Corey Davis, there's no John Dew Smith, there's no Adam Humphreys. Uh, it's not a high volume pass attack as we're well aware of, but there's an opportunity there for him to, I think, you know, maybe push for 70 catches. Uh, a guy that you could look at with a last round pick to maybe have a Corey Davis like impact. Um, if you get anything close to that type of production, you'd be thrilled about taking Josh Reynolds with one of your late round selections. What do you think about Deshaun Jackson going to the Rams? Does this affect Cup or Woods negatively at all? A little bit. You know, I mean, if he stays healthy, uh, clearly this is a team that needs a field stretcher. They need a guy that's going to, you know, take advantage of what Matthew Stafford brings to the table, um, you know, different than what Jared Goff brought to the table. So uh, if if Deshaun can stay healthy, then I think it's a, it's a downgrade you know, maybe a, a spot or two in the rankings. I haven't updated my rankings yet with the Deshaun Jackson signing, but I'm going to drop both those guys a, a, a couple spots. It opens things up for them as well, which is nice. But, um, you know, if, if he could play anything, you know, north of, of 10 games, I think that's going to be a bad situation for Cup and Woods maximizing their potential because Deshaun Jackson, when he's on, is obviously better than Van Jefferson and what Josh Reynolds has been. Yeah, but I was looking at it. I was looking at it. Uh, it's been three years in a row the Rams have had Two receivers, whether it's been Cup and Woods or, or Cooks and Woods one year, Cup got hurt, that have had about 115 targets or more, usually more like 125. And uh, last year, Reynolds had 81 targets. So you think, not to say they're going to throw the exact same amount of passes or anything like that or distribute them evenly, but Reynolds actually had a fairly big role. You think Jackson will have a bigger role? I don't know if I'll have a bigger role, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, you said Reynolds had two touchdowns, right? Yeah. Last year. Mm-hmm. I could see, you know, Jackson getting five to six, five to eight, you know, somewhere like that where, you know, the the high level targets are a little bit more in his favor, especially with those downfield shots. It's a quarterback change. I mean, you know, it's not going to be the same scenario. So if Cup loses a touchdown or two, if Woods loses a touchdown or two, that just bumps them down a little bit. I, I, I feel, I still think that they're, borderline starters, however you want to, you know, look at them, top 20-ish guys when things are going right, you know, top 30-ish guys when things are going wrong, but guys you still feel comfortable starting in most scenarios. But Deshaun Jackson hurts them a little bit because he's a more accomplished, proven guy in a different role than what Josh Reynolds and Van Jefferson would have done. Okay, let's do some of the fantasy superlatives. I had six of them on the full-length show. We'll do one or two here. Most likely to be a bust, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, or Saquon Barkley. I think if you take injury out of the equation, uh, Alvin Kamara is the one that makes me the most nervous with the loss of Drew Brees with his retirement because we saw what the catch situation was for him with Taysom Hill, and Jameis doesn't necessarily throw to his running backs to the same level that Drew Brees does. So hopefully Sean Payton will reevaluate that and realize what he has with Alvin Kamara and continue to use him in that regard with the quarterback change. But obviously if it's Taysom Hill, 
He's going to run and escape the pocket, and Jameis is going to look to challenge down the field. So I think Kamara could lose based on where his expectations will be on his draft value. Most likely to break out Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, Clyde Edwards-Elair, or DeAndre Swift. I love the breakout potential for all of these guys. Uh, it's changed a little bit, obviously, for Swift, for example, with the addition of Jamal Williams, and it's changed for the better for Clyde Edwards-Lair with the loss of Damien Williams. But Cam Akers is the one that I think has the best breakout potential, you know, looking at, again, the offense changing with uh, additional weapons now, but clearly the quarterback change. Um, and what he showed you last year with the workload that they gave him, Cam Akers, I think, is the best of this group. All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. For more of these conversations and some free agency winners, Check out Fantasy Football today. Follow it and subscribe, or follow it and stream, excuse me, on Spotify. For Jamie Eisenberg, I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.